0: As spring moved forward into summer, the boys' horizons widened. Scout activities moved more outdoors, the athletics could get back out onto the track in earnest, and the bike rides began again. They would return to the vantage point overlooking the aerodrome, with sandwiches, drinks and the ground sheet. Since Simon's first climax, the boys' relationship in that sense had become reciprocal, and both enjoyed it more. Relaxing on the ground sheet after their mutual release, they were allowing the sun to bathe their bodies once more. I like it so much better now that you come as well, said Daniel. How? said Simon, looking up at the fluffy clouds dotted across the blue early summer sky. Because we're more equal. I always thought it was unfair before, and I didn't like that. It's much better now. I like it better too, said Simon. Daniel laughed. Well, obviously, you're such an idiot. Simon knew that this was just an expression Daniel used and was not at all upset by it. Feeling Daniel's hand stroke his body, he lay back and closed his eyes. He could hear the noise of the countryside some insects, birds, a tractor in the distance. He could feel Daniel next to him, hear his breathing. He sensed Daniel's face close to his. He felt the touch, Daniel's lips against his. Surprised, he opened his eyes. Daniel drew back and was looking down at him. Framed against the blue sky, uncertainty on his face, the question ready to be spoken. I'm sorry, Simon, I didn't mean... I mean... Daniel stopped, wondering what Simon would say to his clumsy attempt to kiss him. What if it were a step too far? Sometimes that two-year gap was too much. Simon looked up at his friend. He had been surprised. The feel of another person's lips against his own was new to him. But now, seeing the anxiety on Daniel's face, he saw the moist tenderness of Daniel's lips afresh. He wanted to feel it again. Without speaking, he reached up and drew Daniel to him again, and they kissed, lips exploring lips, "'tongues touching, the effects reaching through each boy's body to fresh arousal. "'This was new to both of them. "'Neither had realised the erogenous consequence of such kissing. "'They drew apart. "'Was that okay? asked Simon. "'Super! Fantastic! I'm so glad you liked it. "'I was worried you might not have, and that I'd spoil things.' "'You could never spoil things. "'I liked it, too, really did. "'You've done it before, though.' "'I haven't, Simon.' "'You're the first. Who with? "'Everybody knows you kissed Cynthia Jackson at the juniors.' "'You can't count that,' said Daniel, indignant. "'It was just—' "'And he leaned over and briefly touched his closed lips against Simon's. "'Like that. Not a proper kiss.' "'So was that a proper kiss, what we just did?' "'You bet,' said Daniel, "'and kissed Simon again, as they embraced, rolling on the ground sheet, "'their bare skin warm in the sun and against each other.' Simon had always thought of Daniel's hair as black, but now, running his hands through it, stroking it in the sunlight, he could see a host of colours, shades of deep, dark brown as well as black. This variation seemed to reflect the complexity of his lover's nature. Somehow, the closer he got to Daniel, the more there was to know. It was an adventure that would go on forever.